0: ComSea.com is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 26 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComSea.com account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time, ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComSea marketplace. ComC reached an incredible milestone during this year's national by processing their 100 millionth item. ComC looks forward to offering safe and easy trading card consignment for years to come and continuing to focus on fulfilling their mission to optimize everyone's enjoyment of the hobby. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards on all platforms. To learn more about the exciting changes being made at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the wax pack hero sports card minute a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting i'm your host mike summer and i want to help you buy sell and trade your way into a collection you'll love hello everybody and welcome back to the wax pack hero sports card minute it turns out that this was a pretty big weekend in old wax pack hero history I was talking with Greg from the Rebel Base Card podcast for an interview that that we did for his show and we got to talking about how the shop was going and I realized that this weekend that I'm recording this here the last weekend of August is actually the 1 year anniversary of me opening up the physical shop. I opened up in 2020 the weekend before Labor Day and that is this weekend here in the u.s and so we just hit the one-year anniversary of having the physical shop open and i'm still having a blast doing it and so thanks to greg for reminding me that this is actually our one-year anniversary And while I'm on the topic of thank yous, I want to thank Underdog Collectibles for continuing to sponsor the show. They're an online shop run by collectors for collectors that breaks new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. You can see what they're breaking this week if you check out their website at udogcollect.com. You can also visit their brick and mortar shop in Knoxville, Tennessee, and even watch some of the breaks live there in the shop. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on YouTube. Look for Underdog Collectibles www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. All right, let's go ahead and get into our main topic of the show. And that is the recent news that Fanatics has acquired the MLB license and ultimately the NBA and NFL licenses as well. There's been a lot of people that have been talking about this. It's hard to miss a tweet or a Facebook post, or a podcast episode, or a YouTube video where this has not at least been mentioned a little bit already. And so this may not be all brand new. And I'm sure some of the thoughts that I'm going to share today have been shared by others. You know, there's there's only so many different takes that you can take, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time thinking through my perspective on the potential implications of this, this new world that we're going to be operating under when it comes to trading cards. And I wanted to put some thought into it before I responded. And so I kind of typed out my thoughts and and now, you know, I wanted to go ahead and share them in a, in a podcast episode too. And I'm going to start by saying this is really, it's speculation. We've heard some news reports that are credible. We know it's happening, but we've yet to really hear from Panini tops or fanatics for that matter on what their plans are. So when we think about what does this mean for us five or six years from now, it's really all speculation at this point. But we, there can be some reasonable guesses, and there can be some some thought put into actual potential scenarios. And so that's kind of what I wanted to do. We'll see in the future if I'm way off, if I'm partially correct, or if I'm completely out in left field. The time will tell, but you know, I think it's worth putting some time into to thinking about what we've got coming down the road so let's go ahead and get into it a little bit let's start with what we know you know the sports card market has been on fire and over the last few years we've seen sales of new packs and boxes just skyrocket both in increased volumes and increased prices this trading card segment on eBay is setting new records, and other secondary markets like ComSea and Sportlots are also seeing very strong results. I've been very happy with what the last years looked like on all my online platforms. Now, based on the reports from the Wall Street Journal and Action Network, the MLB and MLBPA have granted Fanatics the exclusive right to create trading cards once those agreements currently in place expire. The deal with tops. And the MLB goes through 2025. And the MLB PA currently has agreements with multiple trading card companies. And the Fanatics will be taking over an exclusive license with them beginning in 2023. Initial reports of the terms of the deal are unclear on how this really impacts Tops' ability to create cards between that window where the MLBPA deal goes in and the expiration of the deal with the league in 2025. The, the Tops has kind of had some grandfathered rules put in place for them that are a little bit different than everybody else, where they've had more individual contracts, it seems, with players. And so we, are, we don't know if that is going to continue on through the, the expiration of the MLB league deal, or if there's going to be something else in, in there in the meantime. I think more of that will come, and we'll we'll hear more about how that exactly is going to play out in the coming months. But there's still a lot of uncertainty at least in my mind, I've not heard anything definitive on that window between 2023 and 25. This deal has the potential to end that long-standing relationship between Topps and the MLB. You know, this year marked the 70th year of Topps baseball cards, but as of now, it looks like 2025 could be the last. The financial fallout of this announcement was immediate. And so the plans for Topps to go public via the SPAC merger with Mudrick Capital was terminated the day following the announcement. And while Topps was the focus of the initial announcement, it looks like Panini is also going to be impacted. The Wall Street Journal article indicates that NBA PA and the NFL PA will have ownership interest in the new Fanatics trading card entity, and it appears the NBA is also on board. The only one that we really haven't heard of yet is the NFL League itself. The current exclusive deals Panini has with those two players associations run through 2025 for the NBA and 2026 for the NFL. And the specifics around the future of these NBA and NFL cards are, again, not clearly outlined, but it seems based on all of these other reports with some long, potentially up to 20-year deals, that you know Fanatics is going to be the exclusive producer of those cards also once the current deals expire. Now, Sportico reports that Josh Luber, the founder and CEO of StockX, has been tapped to run the new entity. That is potentially good news. Josh is is known for being a collector and known for having a passion for the trading card industry, and so that could be good news if if that is in fact what plays out. We haven't really heard much from Josh speaking about this new role yet either. You know, so where do we go from here? You know, as the news broke, Twitter, Facebook, and message boards lit up with users sharing pretty much every emotion possible. From joy to anger to despair, collectors were having all the feels, I think. It didn't take long for speculation to start. Assumptions were being made and some of the facts that were being shared were in no way actually factual. So I wanted to share my thoughts on how this might play out over the next several years. Like I said before, maybe some of them will turn out to be accurate, or maybe they'll be completely wrong, but these are my hunches. I'm not saying they're all gonna come true. First up, I think fanatics will either acquire tops or panini or potentially both by 2025. You know, at this point, fanatics pretty much has no experience producing trading cards with no license to produce cards, the value of tops and panini as are going to be a fraction of the pre-announcement value however there's still a lot of value to the industry knowledge the employees have and the brands that are owned by those companies so it seems possible to me that fanatics purchases one or both of them or how about this I've heard a couple people talk about it maybe even they purchase upper deck and we will still end up with many of the trading card brands we love in 2025 and beyond I mean if they purchase Tops and have all three licenses, we could potentially have Tops Chrome football and basketball. Or if they bought Upper Deck, they'd have all four of the major sports and we might get Upper Deck basketball and baseball again. How about that? Anyway, I think it's it's well within the realm of possibility that Fanatics acquires one of the existing manufacturers. Now depending on how my first prediction plays out, I could see some of the remaining manufacturers merging to strengthen their position and compete for everything that's left. There's NCAA, there's the soccer leagues, WWE, AEW, racing, Marvel, Star Wars, hockey, you know, depending on if if Upper Deck's involved in the original uh, Fanatics acquisition, you know, those have not been tied to the Fanatics announcement at this point, and licensing for those is currently split between Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. Without the MLB, NBA, and NFL, it would seem difficult for Topps and Panini to continue to operate independently, or maybe I should say independently at the same level they are today. There are small companies like Leaf who are operating and are profitable based on a much lower sales volume. So the the companies might still exist, but not to the same level that they are today. I could see a scenario again where Fanatics acquires one or two and the remaining players join forces. Next up, I think the small players will also have to step up their game. When I first heard about this news, my take was that the small players like Leaf and Onyx and Parkside were sitting pretty. They didn't have league licenses to worry about. There were new potential trademarks coming available, and their their position within the distributors and the retailer world was probably strengthened by this news as well. But then someone pointed out how the big companies might need to pivot and make a big push into this new world of NIL, the name, image, and likeness news. And that kind of, I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you might be right. Those are, those are big areas where these smaller manufacturers were going to be making a push. But if the big players make that push into the NIL in a bigger way, That could create some headwinds for these smaller players, so I think the small players are going to have to step up their game too. I think that the distributors and online retailers like Blowout, DA Card World, and Steel City might take some of the biggest hits from this. Fanatics doesn't currently have experience producing cards, but what they do have is a distribution network and knowledge on how to run a direct-to-consumer website. Will new wax be sold through distributors in this new world? I kinda doubt it. When you already have relationships with retailers, both large corporations and hobby shops, why go through a middleman to get cards in the hand of retailers? Also, I can't imagine Blowout and DA Card World being the go-to source for online wax purchases anymore. But I do think collectors will still collect. You know, in the hours that followed the announcement, there was a lot of hand-wringing about the end of the hobby and proclamations of how people were going to quit collecting once fanatics takes over. I call BS. I'm sure there will be some individuals who move on to other things or change how or what they collect, but I'm not convinced that not having tops will create the mass exodus that some are predicting. People were saying the same thing when tops and upper deck lost the football and basketball licenses, yet today Panini has taken these products to new heights, and new collectors more than made up for any who lost interest. In fact, if my first prediction plays out, we may once again, like I said before, have the top chrome basketball and football that we had been longing for. That'd be fantastic. Hobby shops will also be just fine. Well, at least some of them. The demise of the LCS was another hot topic for some, and this was all based on the assumption that fanatics would no longer sell to hobby shops and only sell direct-to-consumer via their online platform. I just don't see that happening. The industry grows as the base of collectors grow, and the base of collectors grows with the growth of community, and local card shops can play a big role in building community and building interest in cards. I think fanatics will want to continue to support the successes of LCS through the availability of sealed wax. But what if they don't? Well, when you get down to it, that's a scenario we see playing out in many card shops today. With current allocations, many shops are only getting a pittance of what they were able to get a few years ago. Yet, we see more and more shops popping up all across the country. In addition, many people, like, forget the fact that shops sell more than just sealed wax. Yes, new wax can drive traffic, but so can other things. Singles, sets, supplies, board games, food and drink, memorabilia, apparel... And creating an experience are all things that an LCS should be doing and continue to do to drive traffic. When cards started being sold on the internet, some said it killed the LCS. Well, it only killed the shops that weren't willing to adapt. Others took advantage of that opportunity and started creating content which built a following to drive traffic to both their physical store and online sales platforms. You see, some shops get it and some shops don't the ones who are actually good at business will adapt and they're going to be fine i'm going to take a quick break and then i'll be back to wrap things up
1: the sports card shop is your small town local card shop with the global reach located in new buffalo michigan the shop is one of the most accessible in the midwest in addition to being an authorized panini direct dealer The Sports Card Shop carries all major trading card brands, including Tops, Upper Deck, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and more. With all that new wax, a half million singles, and showcases full of graded cards, you're sure to find something great for your collection. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned collector, The Sports Card Shop is your one-stop shop. So call us, come see us, or visit us on the web and social media. Our phone number is 269 269 469-0140 website is the sports card shop at moco.com the sports card shop is part of the moco retail group connecting sports the hobby and people around the world
0: we've got a couple years before these deals become effective and we still have to hear directly from fanatics tops or panini at this point we're just guessing Yes, they might be educated guesses, but at the end of the day, we're just speculating until we actually hear from the companies themselves. There's no doubt that change is coming, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. People have been complaining about Tops and Panini for years. They've been clamoring for the return of certain brands with certain sports. They've complained about distribution models, website performance, and boring designs. Well, these are all going to have the opportunity to change. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Who knows? But at the end of the day, even if our worst fears play out, I'm still going to have over 100 years of trading cards to buy, sell, and collect. And I'm still going to have a ton of fun doing it. Oh, and if you're convinced that the end is near and want to sell everything, hit me up because I'm in this for the long run. I'm buying. Now I want to know what you think. Do you think I'm absolutely crazy or do you think some of these things that I laid out maybe have the potential to come true? reach out to me by email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer or hit me up in a DM on TikTok or Instagram by following Waxpack Hero. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You can also leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. I would really appreciate that as well. That's all I've got for you today. So I'll catch you next time.